Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. So grateful that you tune in. I love Fridays. Uh, on this Friday morning, uh, just past 11.15 a.m., so grateful wherever you are in your car that you've tuned in. I, and, and tonight is Encounter Night. We have an encounter service at 1301 Brandon Road every Friday night with a free dinner at 5.30, service at 6.30. I hope you'll show up. It's always an amazing night, always amazing worship. It's an amazing community, uh, and I hope you'll show up. Today, I want to talk to you because it is encounter night. I want to talk to you about uh, the fact that we all need an encounter. I love this ministry. And if you're, if you're a church or a pastor and you want to hear more about Encounter, please email me at Bill at the Hope Encounter. I can talk to you about implementing a, an Encounter ministry at your church. Now, in the, in the wrap-up to his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus told a story about two men who built two homes. They may have been built at the same time, possibly close together. They may have even had the same floor plan. One of the builders, however, built his home on shifting sand, while the other built his home on a stable rock foundation. And then the storms came, with the wind and driving rain hitting both of the houses really hard. The house that had been built on the sand collapsed, while the one built on the rock stood firm. The obvious moral of the story is to build your life on a foundation that will last like the one we find in the pages in God's Word and the principles we teach and encounter on this radio show and every Friday night. But here's an application we sometimes miss. The storm came to both lives. The wind beat on both houses. The man who was wise and carefully chose a stable, stable foundation got hit with the same hurricane force winds as the man who foolishly took shortcuts and didn't bother to plan ahead. See, no one is exempt. We're all going to experience storms in life. Good things are going to happen to us as well as tragic and inexplicable things. Every life will have its share of pain and serious adversity. That's why encounter is a place to help people overcome life's adversity so they can find hope and the free, devoted life to Jesus Christ. And as much as we'd like to believe otherwise, none of us can take an extended vacation beyond the reach of human suffering and tragedy. Listen, you're either in a storm, you're coming out of a storm, or you're going to go back in a storm. That's the only, those are the three stages of life until we, until we get to heaven. But you can be sure of this. God is watching. God is caring. God is in control, and he's still on the throne. Oops is not a word found in God's vocabulary. You need to also know something about God. He's great at recycling our pain and takes what the enemy meant for evil, finds good in it, and makes us trophies of his grace. You see, your greatest contribution to this world, your greatest ministry, is never going to be found in your strength, but in your weakness. That's why the Apostle Paul said, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. See, the very thing you want least to talk about, the very thing you want to hide in the closet is the very thing God wants you to share. It's a hard thing, especially in this part of the country. And one of the great things about God is that he never wastes a hurt. And he doesn't want to waste yours. And one of the misconceptions that people have about other people in church is that some people, especially pastors, got it all together. Trust me, they don't. Pastors are probably the most screwed up people I know. And you're listening to one of them on this Encounter Radio show. I had someone come up to me and said, you know, you Christians are a bunch of hypocrites. I said, I know. That's why I need God's grace. 
You know, the other misconception is that people in the church have it all together, or at least that's the perception or image that most people want to project. And it's not uncommon for the majority of us, most of us, to find a church, even a Bible study, even a place to serve, but still hide and cover up and mask the pain and problems in your life. I hope hope you don't mind that I, I sort of get into people's personal business. It's the New York in me, but bear with me. Friends, if you're listening, you're as thick as your secrets. And the very thing you want to conceal the most is the very thing that God wants you to reveal the most. But, And you know why? Because there's always revealing. When, and when there is revealing, that's when the healing comes. See, the majority of Christ followers in church will go through an entire lifetime attending church, hiding and never healing. Most will come with a mask on instead of feeling safe to take the mask off and share the good, the bad, the ugly, and get vulnerable and honest with trusted people. But let me ask you this. I was just with a bunch of pastors uh, this week praying for a revival in our city. It's wonderful to get with about 40 pastors uh, that we got. We all got together today and prayed for a revival in our city, biblical unity. And that was just, I know that that was, that was just a sweet aroma uh, that went up to heaven. But what if there was a community of people who got together and embraced the fact that it's okay not to be okay? It's just not okay to stay there. What if there was a community of imperfect people from church that would do the opposite of what your fears and insecurities are telling you to believe? And they would love, honor, and respect and accept you for who you really are when you get brutally honest and transparent with them. See, the fear is if I tell you who I really am and you reject me or judge me, then I'm all I've got and I can't handle another rejection and setback in my life. This is why every church needs an encounter ministry. At encounter, the complete opposite happens. See, the church was never meant to be a holy huddle for the saints, but a holy hospital for the sick. And if, if, every, uh, if every hospital is a church, encounter would be the ER room. And here's the thing about being in an ER room. If you were in a bad accident and you woke up in the ER room with a surgeon in your face telling you that surgery is needed in the next 30 minutes to save your life from eternal bleeding, at that point, you probably wouldn't say something like, well, my wife suggests I try essential oils because the combination of peppermint, frankincense, and lavender will not only heal me, but I'm going to come out smelling great. Or can I call my family doctor and get a second opinion? Friends, there's no time for another option or a second opinion. You know, as a pastor who's been walking alongside broken and hurting people for the past 25 years, I see this scenario being played out every day in the lives of people. At some point, somewhere in a person's life, a terrible event occurred that caused relational, spiritual, in many cases, physical pain and emotional damage. And they walk around with the scars to prove it and the mask to cover it up. Maybe it was the death of a loved one that they never grieved properly. An absent father wound, a divorce, a breakup, abuse, being rejected, molested. Something as simple as never being told that they were loved. Maybe it was an unreconciled relationship with someone important uh, in your life. Maybe you can't even think of something terrible that happened in your life, but you inherited generational curses handed down to you, compliments of your family. A generational curse or sin in your life is something you inherited 
That wasn't your fault, but your responsibility to confess and renounce in Jesus' name. Maybe it was a bad church hurt, and nothing hurts more than a church hurt. Trust me, I know. Most people don't know how to fix or get rid of all these issues. They try and manage the pain, deny the pain, suppress the pain, medicate the pain, transfer the pain to another person, make believe the pain is gone, and even believe the lie that... That time will make the pain better. And time makes it worse because unresolved issues and pain in our lives always come out in some form of compulsion, fear, worry, insecurity, a distorted view of who God is, and relational issues that cause problems in some or all of your relationships. I can't tell you how many people I meet that have a boatload of guilt, shame, and regrets because when you swallow your guilt, your stomach keeps score because our bodies were not designed by God to carry guilt and shame. And I'm here to tell you that nobody has it all together and you'll never get it together until the Holy Spirit puts you back together. Now, I get it. Some of us may be doing better than others, but the real difference between leadership, any pastor, any elder, any key volunteer, or any person that walks through the doors of encounter is truly the grace of God. We're all broken people trusting in the grace and power of God to keep us, heal us, sustain us, and bless us. And what we do well through our words and appearances give you the idea that we got it all figured out. That we never have problems. That we never talk to anyone about our issues. But friends, even pastors and leaders have issues too. That's why I want to have an encounter Bible study for pastors. To just get pastors together. And if you're a pastor, please email me at billatthehopeencounter.org. There's hope for you. Sometimes you need to get away from your environment. Get with another pastor. Talk and pray with another pastor. I love you for who you are and not what you do or don't do. Listen, I won't speak for anyone other than myself. People think me and Carolyn got it all together. Trust me, we don't. Uh, now, before I came back to Kentucky, I launched Encounter in California, and we just celebrated our six years anniversary. And churches all over the country, mega churches, uh, would help would hire me before Encounter to build ministries like Encounter from nothing and lead hundreds of people in leadership. And God made sure that we had evangelism built into the core of those ministries. And as a result, thousands of people got saved and baptized. I'm talking thousands. And because we were obedient to the call of evangelism and the leading of the Holy Spirit, more than 2,000 people were added to each of the last two churches I worked at. And God made sure that the number one focus was discipleship because there's nothing more important once a person becomes a Christian than discipling them. Churches wanted me to build recovery ministries, but I rejected the idea of building recovery ministries because typical recovery ministries have a bad stereotype attached to them, focusing on addictions rather than discipleship and allowing the Holy Spirit to get to the root of the issues. And when God gave us the vision of encounter, he gave us a clear picture of what recovery really should be in the church of Jesus Christ. That is the reason why we named this ministry Encounter, so you can have an encounter with God, hear the voice of God through the Word of God, be led by the Spirit of God, get into the presence of God, and be healed by the power of God, and have the Holy Spirit reveal and rip out the root issues of your life. You see, I've seen too many people, especially in recovery, look for encounters with meetings, groups, sponsors, and never have an encounter with the living God and experience healing and transformation. I've seen people in recovery choose sex over their Savior, 
Drugs Over Their Deliverer, a 12-step experience over a life-changing encounter with the Holy Spirit. I've seen people say, thanks, but no thanks. I want a meeting with people who get me instead of an encounter with my God who created me. And I have seen people use their habits as a crutch and never get well of having an encounter with Jesus who tells us to get up, pick up our mat, and walk. I've seen people in recovery who go from drugs to cigarettes, alcohol to overeating, porn to pills, shopping to gossiping, and moving from one stronghold to another, even getting hooked on meetings instead of getting hooked on the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ. Take it from a person who was hooked on cocaine, and now I'm hooked on Jesus Christ. Take it from a person who was hooked on hate, and now I'm hooked on the Holy Spirit. Take it from a prideful, conceited, self-absorbed, narcissistic, insecure person who loved to hear himself talk to others as the life of the party. Now God has humbled me, changed and healed me, and gave me a new identity where I'm accepted, secure, significant, who loves to hear the voice of God, embrace the presence of God, and knows how important an encounter with God is. Listen, if you're looking for an emotional experience to fulfill the emptiness in your life, you'll be running on empty instead of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus didn't come to this world to accomplish everything for us so we can be entertained in church, but have an encounter with him in church. Jesus wants us to thirst after him, to die to ourselves, to have this life, to have life-changing encounters with him and be changed and made new in his likeness, becoming like him in person, in purpose and personality. The sole purpose of encounter is to put people in a position where they can have miraculous encounters with the Holy Spirit, where the Spirit of God reveals and rips out the root issues of our lives that keep us stuck. See, this created a big problem for me because I worked in churches that were seeker-friendly churches that had no capacity to disciple people once they were saved. You see, you can only disciple people, another person as deep as you've been discipled, and this is what we do and teach at Encounter. You can only teach people to operate in faith only to the degree of faith that you have, which is what we teach people at Encounter. You can only teach people who the Holy Spirit is and how He operates only to the degree of how Spirit-filled, how Spirit-minded, and how Spirit-guided you are. You can only teach people how to pray to the degree and depth of how your prayer life is and this is all that we do at the ministry of encounter i would love to talk to you if you are a pastor or a church that wants to hear more about encounter or just show up in an encounter service tonight at 1301 brandon road every friday night with a free dinner at 5 30 service at 6 30 i love this ministry it is a life-changing discipleship evangelism recovery community that seeks the power of god through the through prayers in community with others. It is life-changing. Lives are being saved. And I'm so grateful to be a part of this ministry and this radio show. And thanks again for tuning in.